Hello, guys, and welcome back to Stage Select. My name is Will, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Manny and Chris. How you doing tonight, guys? What's going on? Not much, Amazing, buddy. Man. Good, good, good. So, guys, first of all, I want to thank everybody who's watching. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it. Uh, our, right now, we don't have any sponsors. Our sponsors are you guys, so thank you so much for that. We do appreciate it. For those listening, just let you know that we do have a YouTube channel, and we have some surprises coming up pretty soon towards you on those channels, so please, 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 feel free to check us out. There might be some giveaways and stuff, so please, please don't forget to go there, check us out, and click that subscribe button. Uh, so for tonight, we have three amazing topics. Uh, the first one is going to be with Manny, and I'm going to pass the boat towards you. Manny, what are you guys for us tonight, man? So the first stage has actually been a very long and anticipating one for, gosh, man, since we, we heard it announcing. Uh, and it just officially released last week. Finally, the last Ronin, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, baby, finally Woo! came out. Yes. And I could just say, God dang, what a heck of a comic to start off with. That's all I got to say, man. But before we go ahead and start any further, I know Chris has a special special announcement regarding like the last one and two. So what do you got for us, brother? So we've got some pretty exciting news uh, from stage. Like we're actually going to be hosting our first giveaway, uh, one of many to come. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and break down how this is going to work from us. If you if you want to get a, a one of the variants of the last one and to get your own copy, stage select is now going to be doing our first giveaway. Um, can you boys show off the variant that we're going to be giving away? This is the solo pose turnaround variant. I'm not sure the exact title or the exact artist, but we will be giving away this variant to two subscribers. So not just one, but two. All that you have to do is be subscribed to the channel. Um, you could also even be following us on Instagram. We're gonna be running the contest there as well. But all that you need to do in this video, so come to YouTube if you're listening. And if you're on Instagram, it would be a good, it would be a good idea for you to jump to the YouTube as well. What we're going to do is in in a little bit of time, the next couple of weeks, about a week and a half, we're going to randomly select two people that comment on this video. You don't have you can say whatever you want. You can talk about the video. You can just say your name. It doesn't matter to us at all. You just need to comment below and be subscribed to the channel. If you are within about eight to 10 days, we're going to use a random comment picker and you will receive a free copy of the last Ronin issue number one Woo. with this very cool variant on it. So um, there's a lot of different variants. We're excited to give it away. If you haven't read it already, or if you don't own this particular variant, or if you just want free stuff, all you have to do is comment. I mean, it's super easy. Let us know. So before we get into this comic, we're about to start talking about in our stage one, make sure you subscribe to the channel and that you comment below anything at all and you could possibly win some free stuff and stay tuned for more because stage select is going to be doing some giveaways yeah, we got a lot more coming up for sure man and it's like 26 subscribers so your chances are high are really high <laughs> more than likely if you enter this first giveaway there's a damn good chance you're gonna win yep we're paying yep, for yep, shipping yep. it's free stuff come on yeah, right <laughs> Let's talk about Last Ronin, boys. What you got, Manny? Man, this this was an awesome comic, dude. Um, uh, yeah, man, I just have to start it off with, yeah, there was there was four turtles all, all in all since the beginning with their master, and one of them ended up surviving. Uh, we won't go spoiling nothing yet. We just want to like have minute, our maybe? opinions. Yeah. So, yeah, be, be advised because yeah, so, we so will they, be going they, ham they, on it in, in a, this in a little bit. This video will have spoilers, just not now. Yeah, this is pretty we'll much let, we'll, let you, we'll let you guys know. We'll let you guys know when. <laughs> I awesome, gotta talk man. about this, so it, it'll be soon. 
Well, yeah, maybe a, a quick rundown with no spoilers if you can. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, yeah. Um, one of the one of the turtles um, is pretty much going out for vengeance in terms of um, the deaths of his brothers. Um, for the longest time, we weren't really sure who the who the last Ronin was or the last turtle was. So we pretty much came up with our own guesses of who who we thought it was. Um, and man, this comic, the first issue alone did not disappoint. Man, this was just. It started off with a bang, and my goodness, I cannot just wait for I cannot wait for the second one, dude. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. This was actually one one of the few comics that actually had me already hooked by like the third page because everything was just going so crazy. The illustration on this comic series is ridiculously good, man. They did a really good job detailing like the way the future looks, yeah. like just like the lifestyle that people are living. It's like gritty, dude. Like the colors were pretty pop, like popping, man. This was this was one of the com by far one of my favorite first issues that i've ever read right now man what about you guys what do you guys think it was it was very futuristic man and i did like that um i i i i did like to go into i believe this is new york right yes it was futuristic futuristic new york city so i did like the setting i did like the the look i did like the the, the gritty look because it looks like really 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 dark uh the turtle looked amazing so kudos to the artist it was actually really 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 well done um i was expecting something and i got that so i'm kind of happy i, I mean i i went in and i was you know it, this could be anything I, i was trying to look into that turtle personality first of all i just want to figure out who he was uh and they made that really hard but it was uh it was really interesting just to follow that journey a lot of action a lot of action love the action a lot of action all the time which was great This is a hostile environment for this turtle, and I was loving every minute of it. So, I mean, kudos. I, I did enjoy this first one. It was really good. And like Manny, I just cannot wait for the second one, man. It really got me into, um, I'm a big fan of comic books. I, I mean, I have been my entire life, but there's been a there's there's been a small decline, um, you know, with, uh, with, with, with uh, big screen movies, you know, with yeah. all the superheroes and stuff being on there, I can sort of fill that enjoyment or that void so to speak with uh, just watching a movie but there was something so nostalgic and yet also yeah riveting and new about flipping the pages yeah it was a new story um the writers did such an incredible job again before we get into spoilers it was just done awesome it was done where I mean, first off, you've got the fact that it's a mystery. We don't know who the, the last surviving turtle is. There's some throwbacks to, um, I don't think this is, but there's some throwbacks to Shredder and Mousers and some things that we like, that we know, that we grew up with, that maybe you read comics with as a kid. Uh, but it just felt good. It felt good to be excited about a comic book. And the fact that it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was awesome. Because honestly, like, I mean, comics are pretty much ruled by Marvel and DC. Like, let's face it. Yeah. And this was just such a treat. It was such a, it it was so nice. It was such a nice read. You know, TV off, just flipping through the pages, yeah. smelling that paper. Oh, God, it was good. it was great. It was so good. Um, I can't say too much more without getting into spoilers, dude. The uh, anticipation fact, alone, bro, just like turning those pages, bro, like. Oh, when you're reading, dude, like that's that's like the thing that got me too. Because like every flip something of the page, that you get anxious, man. And it's something geez. that not not everybody understands, but it's quite thrilling. It's really cool. It really is. And if, if if even if you're not a comic book person, you should give it a chance. This is a very mm -hmm. fun. It's a very fun one. 
You can also, uh, you can if, if you are feeling bored, you can watch our original video where we're all predicting who the last surviving Ninja Turtle is going to be. Yeah. I'm going to make sure to link that one at the end of this video. Yeah, without a doubt. I think we've all been excited about this topic, but I think, I mean, I think we're going to break into spoilers, no? Yes, we're ready, man. Uh, yeah, that's man, you, Manny. Let's do it. Lay, man. lay us down, man. This is this is your stage, brother. Bro, to be honest, man, like, yeah, it just we were so anticipated to begin with when this already came out, just being anxious on who it is. And then when you finally get that comic in your hand, dude, just by the first page, you think they're gonna let you know who it is right then and there. You go to the second page, no, like it's every turn, <laughs> man. Every turn you're just kind of anxious, like, dang, are they gonna show me here? Like, I'm not ready for it. But bro, man. Honestly, one of the one of one of us three was actually dead on on who it was, man, and that was actually Chris, the one that called it, saying that it was yeah. actually going to be Michelangelo. I was really hoping it was Donnie, but nah, you know what? Just the way they freaking did this story, just with him alone, like you did not know who yeah. it was, but then when you reveal it and you just see him do all this shit just to go reach the the person the, the person who killed like his brothers i'm like damn man you know what this this is something i wasn't really expecting from mikey to begin with man and that's just... what that that was my point in the original video we did and it's my point now the fact that they made michelangelo so gritty and so torn and so messed up inside it was such the reveal was so good and if you if you Possibly, if you're watching, you've maybe read it already, but the end is April O'Neil also shows up, I guess, older, and Mikey's all old, and she and she's like, wake up, Michelangelo, and you're like, oh, fuck, like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy, but the whole thing is, like, you would never expect the, the, the whole comic, and, and, you know, maybe we can spare some details so people can read it, but, I mean, it's, he's very violent, there's a lot of blood, there's a lot of uh, sacrifice, there's a lot of things that... I wouldn't have expected Michelangelo to do. Yeah. So, and and the the plate that they give us this comic on doesn't really. I mean, unless I missed it, that we don't know how the other turtles died. I mean, yeah. it, it maybe it seems like it's to the hands of Shredder, but it's not like it's not really told directly so, to us. So he said he said. I mean, what was his name? Uh, it was his grandson? Hiroku, Hiroku Hiroto. Yeah, Hiroku Hiroto. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He he said that it was him who killed them, but never explained how. Oh, yeah. okay. I did. Okay, I didn't see that. He, he did say it, but but I, I, I'm with you guys. Like when when I was reading through the pages, my main focus one on on, on re trying to read into personalities. When 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 you see this turtle walking around the city and the other turtles responding to and giving him feedback, I was like, who, I mean, I, I, at some point I thought it could be it could be uh donnie but then when i saw one of the turtles kind of giving specifics when it comes to how tech techy things work i said no nah, man donnie's dead yeah then, which, I like, that... then i was then i was that was going through the through the pages and then i saw maybe this is uh mikey but i, I didn't I, I at some point i saw some turtles kind of give sarcastic comments and stuff and mm, maybe maybe mikey's dead as well so the comment does a good job just basically to misguide you into who it is then I was like, it has to be Raph or Leo, one of the two. Then at some point, I thought it was Leo when he was about, when he was sitting down with it uh, all all beat up, all, all bloody, and he was about to commit, uh, do, do you know, do his thing, suicide or whatever. I don't know what is, how does it call that in Japanese when a samurai is going to... Uh, oh, yeah, I forget what that's called, cool. <laughs> it, it has a name. I don't know. I, I played Tsushima recently. I don't remember, but <laughs> he was going to do that, and then... And then he was like, I only wanted, I only wanted to always uh make you proud, father. He was talking about Splinter. Yeah. He said, This is Leo. 
and you know, I thought it was Leo. And mm -hmm. dude, at the end, last page, they they got me there because dude, I was like discarding turtles the whole comic, and then I said, "What did he?" <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk about that too. Uh, the yeah. the dynamic of uh, of the the one surviving turtle, which is Michelangelo, um, talking to the ghosts of the other of the of the past turtles is such a cool thing because it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're following it from the protagonist uh, being Michelangelo, going through this journey of of seeking revenge and and honestly, it's so gritty. He gets the absolute hell kicked out of him you know but uh but him talking to his brothers and like will said it's still sarcastic it's still you know it's still techie it's you know he's having banter and by the way i don't know if that's like i don't think that's real i think michelangelo is crazy and it's just hearing voices i don't think they're ghosts of but of course it's it's like a representation of, of of the trauma that he's going it's just ptsd for sure man yeah that's what i i definitely think that but I think that the way that the writers and the artists displayed that on the on the page, it's done beautifully. It is yeah. so. I am. I feel like I am a part of this thought bubble with all four brothers, and and, and Splinter and and April O'Neil. It's just. It's so nice when he you know, he has these comments with his brothers. It's just. Oh, it's such a. It's a really honestly for as dark as it is. Uh, um, how's the way to put it? It feels warm. It's a nice like. It, uh, it feels... And by the way, the reveal is but made by April O'Neil, which was a surprise guest at the end yep. of the comic. Like, yeah. you didn't expect where she's coming from, which makes me believe because she was found by this other girl, this youngster that was like on the street that they stole the bike from. Mm -hmm. So it makes me believe that this girl is related to April somehow. Because how did she find him? Like, oh, uh, you know, knocked down after he he fade out after he was about to kill himself, and then all of a sudden he's with April at, at, at a room or a hospital or something like that. No, that was a little it bit. It looked like it, it looked like like a secret layer, so like a like just like a hidden like a hideaway type of place. That's what yeah, it looked like because yeah. it still looked run down. It was probably like his sewer home, like where they where they were originally at that point. But but so they were found by this girl. <laughs> so how does April gets in there? Is she related to her or what's going on? That, I would that not we don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh if Casey comes around and it's like their daughter. Oh. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't thought about that. You are right, man. That's a good yeah. guess. Yeah. That could like, be it. I, I I kind of expect to see Casey and and maybe he there he's with April and that's their daughter, possibly. Oof. That would be an that would be amazing. That'll get up now. I'm more excited for that second issue, man. That's crazy. I'm telling what a good that's comic. Great. It was so, it's so good. I can't I'm so happy it lived up to the hype. Like, yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Do it, man, and freaking I mean, this story came from the source. This story is from the creator. So I was, I, I had high expectations, even though, even though, I, I mean, I, I'm very cautious when it comes to my, to my media. I was like, man, there's not, there couldn't be anything better than reading this from, from the source, from the, from, from those brains. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah. it's like when you're getting a, a Star Wars story from George Lucas, it's not the same. It's George Lucas, you know. You know what's coming out from there? It's 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 gold. It's the guy, like it's the yeah. guy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. A lot of the cool details too, man. That that I kind of like, like you mentioned earlier, Chris. Like the little homages that they did, how they beefed up the mousers, and then they had like the, the mega mousers and all that stuff too, man. Dude, that, the mega mousers. The oh technology. my god. Dude, I kind of realized can't... that Mikey might have been a good fit to be the last one because he's usually the better fighter out of out of the other three and the way like you just see the illustration how he like 
took him down and all that stuff. I'm like, damn, I, I don't think this could have been anyone else. Like, that's what kind of got me a little bit, but I'm like, nah, I think this is still Donnie, to be honest. But nah, man, the mouse is bro. The thing is that he he changed his, his bandana, like, it, it, it's black now, which is which is basically means dope. that he's like, yeah, how cool is that? Which is basically means that he's in mourn, like, he's, he's missed his brothers, he's missed his family, and he needs to, to get this done. And and the part that he he takes out the bandanas and he just makes it the whole the whole uh the whole like sacrifice thing like the altar like they just to pay respect it was amazingly done because he had all four even has his yeah so that threw me off because I say it's gonna put his hand in there it's gonna take all those bandanas so what bandana is missing and I was trying to look which, <laughs> but then they put all four and I said, oh man he has all four so who who is this guy and uh I, he didn't act anything like mikey man nothing he wasn't a party all. dude at all no. <laughs> but he was bringing the party down towards those cyborgs oh something else the foot plan now it's like cyborgs bro that's what i was gonna say too man that's another key detail like, like so they're, just, not, they're, they're not they're not they were like robots at the beginning but then he peels one of the heads off and it's like a semi-human, semi-robot, so basically cyborg. So it was they interesting to up, see. Like all of the enemies, a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they—they're. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but they look so, so, so accurate to what I believe the future of the Foot Clan will be. Yeah, totally. robot ninjas or robot cyborgs, like kicking ass all around mm -hmm. the city. It looks great. Hopefully we get like the, some some mainstream villains back too, and and hopefully um, Heroku ends up reviving them as as cyborgs too. At that point, just more beefed up. I would love to see Leatherhead like back. To be honest, man, that'll oh, be a good the, showdown. Dude, we're getting like Bebop and Rocksteady, but like combined as one. <laughs> anime, you know what I mean? Like he's gonna have fused them, like using their DNA yeah. or whatever. We're gonna get Baxter, like. I don't know, man. Happen. It, it's I can't. That's the other thing too, Will. Like, is I love the fact that you know anything can happen. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I, I'm submitting to this universe's rules. I love the ride, and I'm down. I'm with I'm I'm with it. I believe that going through through that same line. I believe it's genius that they actually did it this way. Like it's like 10, 15 years later. Uh, mm -hmm. We're rediscovering this city with this turtle. We don't know where everything is at. Even when they introduced the main villain and they mentioned his name, I say, "Who is this guy? Horoku Roto? Who's this? Who's this dude?" It's like Shredder's uh, grandson, right? Yeah. Yeah. They explain it's it's gonna be like I mean it's, it's yeah it's it's Shredder's grandson and, and and we're like okay so is this dude bad? Is this dude a, a karate guy? Is, who, who is this dude? Sadly, we don't see him fight. But it, but but it's interesting that that he has the same hate for those turtles. So what happened? What happened during those ten years? Like what drive him to that point where they have to get rid of those guys? And and now we just make it just seek revenge. Like he hates this dude gods like nobody else's. He wants to fight him, and he's just basically avoiding, avoiding. But he wants to fight this. Yeah, and probably has to do something with Shredder, man. Like he, it was probably just like a tipping point. I mean, he might have not been alive. Shredder might not have been alive when he was born, but I mean, I guess just hearing stories probably just like gave him that vendetta to to to, to find the four turtles and, and and go after them at that point too. But I mean, he was a little bitch though in the beginning because he's he's summoning all those robots to go after Michelangelo, and he's stuck yeah. in his high horse like get that mofo like like <laughs> don't let him come over here. I'm like man, this was a he's a yeah. dog. Like and when they're explaining <laughs> the situation, they're saying okay, this is basically a fight between two families. It's always been mm -hmm. a fight between two families, yeah. and it's very true. It's pretty much basically splinter splinter sides of family with 
with Shredder's size of family. So, so it's it's very interesting that he can keep the same the same like role of 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 plot going going to the future but at the same time man i i i just suffer for mikey like i don't know if you guys got this feeling as well like I, as soon as i kn knew that he that that was him and then i start remembering all the pages that i read about what he was going through i said dude man this is a really sad turtle because I mean, they the basically they i mean He's alive, but they kill Mikey. I don't know if you guys know what I mean. That no, Mikey definitely. Yeah, that that that's the thing, right? Like, so he, you know, he's reborn as, as Last Ronin, where he's got this, he's got this new personality. It's just I find when I'm reading on the pages where Michelangelo is like about to kill himself because of his distress and just how awful the world has been to him. Like, he's Michelangelo. Like, that's the ultimate defeat. Like, he's he, he like you know he jokes aside he's the party dude he's the fun turtle mm -hmm. he's the he's the optimist he's the fun one comedy and relief they they rip the light out of him mm -hmm. and it's just such a nice read man it's just I, it's so good i, I can't I, I can't wait to see the next one can't <laughs> yeah. wait to read the next one rather december 16th that's when it's coming out so i mean who knows i'll probably get a few more copies and 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 give away those we'll see i mean maybe i might do an ongoing thing who knows i mean if you guys want that to happen just whatever but like that video if you guys want that to happen like that all video. you gotta do comment below free comics and these are fucking great comics yeah they are these are not your mom's comics these are dope <laughs> comics they're high awesome high quality for sure they're great it's pretty they're beefy very, too very man good. i thought it was gonna be some slim little thing bro but nah man it's a it's a pretty decent size little novel that you oh, read it's so. a read it's a good read it's a mm -hmm. hey set your cell phone aside for 20 25 minutes and be in the sewers it oh, is really? good <laughs> it is good nah, okay man. guys so moving stage on two, baby stage two stage two we got something going on from chris what do we got man well stage two is a bit of a no pun intended titan honestly so <laughs> this is something that's been sitting on the burner for for us for for I don't know for yeah. a long time now. Yeah. So we, I'd like to talk about the uh, the the phenomenon anime Attack on Titan. So we're going to be coming into season four, uh, closing out the show. The show's only going to run four seasons. The manga is currently being released bi-weekly <laughs> or, or weekly, something like that, um, which you can be reading now. Some people are waiting for the anime, but this is, in my opinion, and I think a lot of people's opinions one of the best animes ever just ever yeah. it, it is done it's a complete masterpiece and while i would like to at some point tackle some things going into the ending the season four i would like to with you boys just talk about attack on titan for a little bit sure. so for for the viewer if uh, if, it's, if if you're watching post season four we don't know about it yet but if you're watching pre-season four please join us and in a kind of reliving seasons one through three mangas you know season arcs one through three i want to talk about it because it's really got a very special place in my heart um i'm just gonna say it right now probably top three animes of all time for me and that's that's a bold statement but it's incredible i i mean before we get into the story or season four or things like that how do you guys feel about attack on titan for me it was top five bro like definitely like it's it's up there and honestly man i'm one of those guys that when i watch anime if it doesn't really hook me by the first episode like i mean i'll still watch it but like if i end up finishing the series 
I'm like, yeah, I watched it, but it wasn't really my thing. But mm -hmm. this one from the jump, man, like halfway through the first episode, I'm like, dang, man, this is this is serious, bro. And I was like hooked right then and there. And it did not disappoint until the last episode of season three. And then I just can't wait for the, the fourth one to come out. But it is definitely up there on my top top five list for sure, dude. Yeah, uh, mine too, man. Uh, that one, this one has been uh what what are those what are those uh, animes that I, that I really 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 enjoy? It's it's dark, it's gritty, uh, it's sad. I believe the the main thing that I do like about this anime is that you never know what's going on completely. That like you you kind of try to make yourself an idea of what's happening in this world, but you're being guided by this protagonist and to explore this gritty awful world that is just like we're just trying to survive and 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 those walls surrounding this city is what keeps us apart from them and 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 i don't know how to explain it man it's, it's it's an experience that you're trying to root for survival you're trying to root for humanity but at the same time you you, you don't see the end of the tunnel you don't see the light it's just everything is so bleak you get people scouting outside of that city just to see what the hell is going on because nobody knows well I mean, further, further into the story, there's some glimpse of, you know, like double agents and, and shit like that. But but at the beginning, at the beginning, when you start this journey, it's it's blindfolded. It's, it's basically you trying to discover what 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 is this world about? And it's really interesting. So I'll say, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm like, man, it's like on my top five. And that's one of the things about Attack on Titan in regards to the first episode, uh, just uh, being introduced to the world is that and also what what you said as well will with sort of the defeat that you're sort of rooting against the entire time is is from episode one um i mean it like they basically tell us immediately there are no rules because uh aaron yeager who is our protagonist his mother dies within i don't know 15 minutes of the mm -hmm. first episode something like that mm -hmm. um and then within episode two and then we'll all start getting into more, more spoilers in a minute or so. But be, beyond that, like, I mean, they really start killing people off pretty quickly oh, yeah. to the to the point where even at, for the series as a whole, you don't really know who's going to live or going to die. This is the Game of Thrones of animes. Like, right. it's, that's absolutely a Game of Thrones. I couldn't agree more. 100%. You don't know who the hell is going to die. You, you, you should not get, fall in love with the character because they can take it away that's and how good this is the writers don't care the writers don't care who you like they don't care who you dislike it is a complete i mean it's just anyone can die at any time but really quick before spoilers i would like to talk about what attack on titan is actually about for the, the listener that for some reason has not watched attack on titan and please go watch attack on titan is basically uh for an unknown reason at least to you before spoilers is that there are these giant giant um I want to call them creatures, but really they're just humans, sort like, of. Like, like humanoids. Humanoids, thank yeah. you. That's the correct word. That's that's the right word. Yeah. There's giant humanoids that sort of uh, mindlessly walk around, but they're they're giants. I mean, they're King Kongs. They're the Godzillas of this world where they just crush and kill everything. And they seem to be hungry for humans, or at least they need to eat so they eat humans. Mm. And we're, int we're, we're, we're introduced to the show... Um, with uh, Aaron Yeager and his two friends, uh, Armin and I'm sorry, what is the female's name? I'm forgetting for a Mikasa. second. Mikasa. Mikasa, thank you. Uh, they're children in, in, in like the very first episode. And we see that they see that this has been an ongoing problem 
in this world for as long as they can remember they're born into it mm -hmm. uh and our and our protagonist aaron yeager uh yeah, it's a, it's a post-apocalyptic story from the from the get-go yes very post-apocalyptic um so yeah i mean don't watch it for a feel-good anime but it is a masterpiece no um <laughs> but i mean i think probably i mean if you if you've made it this far into the video you probably are expecting spoilers now right like we can go into spoilers you think three two one spoilers, spoilers. you guys been warned <laughs> okay so oh my god like dude <laughs> attack on titan is what a ride i mean there's so many things the first thing that speaks out to me and it's it's what i want to talk about is aaron aaron's titan voice is so cool there is something about anime and we talked about in the last episode with dubs versus subs in terms of um like the emotion displayed yeah and when when aaron is in titan mode and yeah. gets pissed off there's no cooler I, I can't think of a cooler sound a cooler <laughs> mood a cooler aesthetic now i i mean don't get me wrong i love goku going super saiyan i love vegeta going super saiyan i love i love deku going a million percent or whatever the hell there is something about aaron yeager going titan and getting pissed off that gives me goosebumps every yeah. time the sound is incredible, mm -hmm. but yeah, what do you guys like? What do you know? What what attracts you to Attack on Titan? I, I'm with you, man. The animation is pretty sick when he transformed. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to be one of them, so that that revelation in the series, it's amazing. It it's it's it puts you from from. I mean, you're you're already up there when it comes to hype. That thing explodes the roof. It's it's really crazy when 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 that happened. I mean, it's uh that opens the that's the thing that you don't know what's going on. You kind of start to figure it out. Okay, big people bad, small people try to fight big people good, and that's what we're gonna do. Then one of the good people trying to fight the big people transform into that big people. So what? I, that's the point that a thousand question hits you, and then you're like back on step one. And this series does this a lot. You you are like up ahead on the knowledge on the knowledge part of okay i think i am figuring out this world and then something happens that say oh i don't know nothing man this this is just <laughs> crazy and you go all the way back and more question hits you but it's great man it's it's, it's a great ride and 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 i like the fact that it introduced that little niche right there that that these guys are actually i mean human and 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 that's basically where the plot lies so it's it's a great watch yeah that's like it was crazy man like in terms of like how they came to be and all that stuff too that was like definitely like my number one question especially after when when aaron like shockingly transformed into a titan in front of everyone and they just Do like we know? questions um going into season four we have an idea because aaron's dad had that serum yeah. that turned people into titans but there somehow is still a lot of unanswered questions Especially, yeah, Which especially I think is cool. Season three, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that we start, I sort of enjoy the fact that there's so much mystery behind it. Um, I mean, like we we're told about the like the the key that Aaron has to this basement or whatever. I mean, that takes three seasons to come to fruition, and even that, it's still a yeah. little bit confusing. I mean, and and I want to talk about some some things that you can't you cannot talk about Attack on Titan without bringing up some of these things, in my opinion. For example, when, um, and honestly, it's such a shame to skip so many amazing things. 
because every episode is great. There's just too much to talk about. And we, we simply could not fit it into 15, 20 minutes. So I'm going to have to fast forward a bit, but whenever, um, just for me, when the captain and well, God damn, there's just so much. So when Armin basically sacrifices his life. <laughs> yeah. So, Aaron, so uh, that's one of the biggest things is that, uh, Aaron, Aaron, one of Aaron's best friends, Armin, I mean, he's kind of a wimp. He he's, he's presented to us as an audience as sort of the wimpy character. He's like maybe kind of brainy, whatever. That's my dude but, though. Oh, he's the man. That's my dude. But, so he sort of gives his life to protect uh, a, a very important attack that they're doing to defend against these two uh, double agent Titans. Yeah. And then the, 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 the serum dude, the serum where, uh, what is his name? Commander Erwin. Ar Arwin, Erwin, 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 Commander, Commander Erwin and Armin are both burned to death. They're both going to die. And uh, Captain Levi and Aaron Yeager both are like around the serum that can bring them back to life by turning them into a Titan. And you have to watch and like be on the edge of your seat with are they going to like? Are they going to help uh, Captain Erwin, uh, or are they going to cap? Are they going to? Are they going to revive Armin? Hard decision, man. Hard decision to make. I couldn't Dude, take and, that shit, man. Especially when, when is, you guys told thing... me to catch up, bro. Like on the show, and I started watching it. When it came to that point, I had to pause and literally yeah. text you guys, like, bro, <laughs> I can't take this anymore, man. Like, mm -hmm. and Chris like, no, dude, you gotta watch, bro. Like, you have to and, watch. And and the thing is, even with a decision made we still are doubtful if we made the right decision or not. And, yeah. and the audience is too. I was too. It was like, was this the right call? Like, the, the, was this the right call? We're watching it through, we're watching it through Aaron and Mikas's emotions. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I mean, as much as we love Armin, it's like, was that the right call? Like, it's it's like, it's like, I mean, the, 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 it comes to a point where in war, you have to be very strategic. So this, this decision was made in a point where it was so it was like a fine line between being strategic and and calculated or passionate and and i believe that the inclination to to, re, to revive it or 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 save arwin was more passionate than than what is the other one erwin it's it's armin and, and armin. erwin so instead of armin was more passionate erwin was more like more logic because he was mm -hmm. the commander so it was gonna be hey we save his life so we can proceed and, and, and keep strategizing and make a great attack but for some reason armin has also kind of qualities on how to strategize and do great things so yeah it was mm -hmm. erwin's mostly most called to say hey listen save him because i, I believe the future is is with these guys but but still still at, up to this point we don't know if Erwin made the right choice. And the only reason why Levi did it was because Erwin asked. If not, Levi was going to actually re revive Erwin. Yeah. And, and that's well, it. Well, you're, so you're talking about Aaron. And I think, I think the, I think the thing is, and I think that what makes the character so fallible and so cool is that the fact that we see so many times during the show where Aaron makes mistakes. Like, oh, even yeah. though he's, he's meant to be the protagonist, I mean, he is a protagonist. He's meant to be the hero. He's meant to, the fact that he has this sort of X factor where he can become a Titan and he's on the side of, That's of everyone. That's the thing that he's he's viewed only as a weapon. I don't think his view as a as an integral part of I mean, he is because of what he can do. But when it comes to logic, when it comes to emotions, he's just not ready yet. Like he is he is all that Mikasa is in a way. Like Mikasa, you can see her. So super powerful, super good fighter. She knows how to make 
uh, uh, important and, and, and calculated decision when you see Aaron Jaeger just doing whatever, sometimes whatever he feels like. I mean, he gives up whenever they whenever they tie him up because they they're they're gonna they need to eat him to pass on the like Titan power. He gives yeah. up. Like he he blatantly gives up and says, "All right, fuck it." I'll be honest. Sometimes yeah. he's a little bit frustrated to me watching watching him. Like like I mean, I I know we're following this story through his eyes, and I understand his, all all his emotions, all his feelings. Like it's natural. I I might feel that way if I wasn't in that world. I get it, but I just don't admire him because of that. I kind of admire more maybe somebody like Mikasa, which is a little bit more collected. Uh, but again, that's just Levi, her. bro. That dude is the goat. Oh, yeah, oh Le Levi is like Levi is Mikasa. I don't know. They, they're, they're pretty much related, right? Took out like what ten Titans at once at some Ooh, point. Man. Yeah, but at some point they they said that they were related, right? Like they, there was there was an episode where they've been hunted, and and we got this commander that is hunting Levi. And, oh. And, and, And he reveals that Mikasa is part of a bloodline that that Levi is in, which is which is also make them like the super soldiers in a way. Like they actually are very, uh, uh, how do you call it? Very uh, superpower. They fight. They can, they're the only ones that can take out so many titans at once. They're very skillful with 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 the with what with the, with the, what they have. So so it's very interesting that that got reveal. I know that's. I mean, I imagine that at some point, maybe in season four, that's going to be more important. They didn't actually dive too much deep into, but they just reveal that that little nugget. Uh, but again, it's 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 her personality and Levi's personality. What I believe is going to help them survive, not Aaron's Jaeger personality. Like Aaron's has to be guided, in my opinion, and that's what gets me from that series. I sometimes I just can't stand Aaron. I don't know. It's something like I, I like some some other people person just take control. Sometimes I don't know. Yeah, same. I was gonna, I was going to point out the fact too, like real quick. This like super random tidbit because I know Chris, you mentioned like um the key that they had and they had to mm -hmm. do it throughout. Like they were pretty much dealing with that sucker with the like, basement, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember when they finally reached that point and they tried to put that fucking key in there and like it would not it would not budge for whatever reason. And I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me, man! Like, yep. am, I, am I about to go to another season to see where this key's gonna take us? And then yeah. no, Levi just freaking smashed that sucker open and that's I was it, like, dude. I was about to throw a fit on that man. Like, nah, man, we we made it all the way this far. You mean to tell me that key is not working? That goddamn keyhole, man! Like. Come on, Another dude, reason like, why Levi is the man because I think that that's, I, I really think that's one of the reasons the show is so good. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that are watch Attack on Titan and don't put it in their top five. Um, but it, I mean, again, if you're listening to us and you haven't watched it, I mean, there's a million things that you're missing. We could never possibly convey it. And I want to get into theory crafting about season four about the ending because I mean, you know, that's something that we need to talk about, but. If you have not watched Attack on Titan, we are barely scratching the surface, as uh, a surface rather. Do yourself a favor and please, this is a absolute math. It's a gem yes. of an anime. It's it's perfect. You're you're gonna have a fun time. But we need to talk about the ending of season three, which is okay. So they have defeated the well, you know, quote unquote. One of them got away, but between the two double Asian Titans, they've defeated one. One got away. The whole, we're building up the entire show to get beyond the wall, to get beyond the wall, to see what's beyond the wall or whatever. And we get there and they're on a beach, which is built up from Armin and Aaron who wanted to see the, the pretty waters. And I don't remember the exact quote, but they get there and then they see in the distance another city. And that is basically where the show ends. So I'm curious, um, I have read, uh, unfortunately, only one chapter 
well, I've read two, but that's a whole nother story. So I've read one chapter of the manga <laughs> and I know where it's going, but I don't know enough to not be able to, to theory craft with you guys. So the show's going to end. This is the ending of Attack on Titan. Uh, I, I'm most curious to know what you guys think is going to happen. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many questions left unanswered. Who's the monkey guy? Like the, the Titan? Like there's so many. Aaron's dad? Like what's good with that? Where are you guys at? Where do you think we're headed? You know, let's timestamp this. Like, where, where do you guys think? Bro, remember, dude, they they kind of gave a backstory on Aaron's dad. Like, he was originally from that from that city, dude. You, you don't remember when they found no. the, pho the photography? I remember. I just have so many questions. Like, the fact that Aaron's dad looks so much like the monkey titan drips dude. me out. And I, I just I can't, that was him too. I can't yeah. shake it off. Like, I can't. Like, And if that's the case, for whatever reason, it's like, why the hell would it... Like, but I mean, the show does such a good job of answering its own questions, but I don't know. That looks a lot like Aaron's dad. That's all I'm saying. Hey, maybe, maybe his brother, dude. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that might be his uncle or something I mean, like that. See, something like that, like in the family. Yeah. yeah. If I'm, if I'm gonna theorize a little bit, I'll say that that city in the distance. I, I believe it's where these titans are coming from. I believe there's a civilization somewhere with people have learned and use and know how to control this power oh, and okay. pre pretty much they see the other side or whatever that those guys are clustered on that city probably as as experiment that's as 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 subjects as as you know as as, as people that they just can see how how they react mm. how, how they how they use this with uh how to improve this type of, of of mutations and that's why they introducing all this double ages so they can keep those those studies and to report that that's how i'm seeing it because to be honest with you there's there's no way that they're just doing this to mess or this is this civilized like this uh uh society i believe it's mostly I, I see like a game but i believe that because i believe that if they really wanted to i believe they they will ob obliterate the whole city already like they've yeah. been living within them for so much time already they, they should know, they must know that their weaknesses. So I, I believe they're just playing with them. They're just basically just, you know, like just doing whatever. Uh, for what reason? It, it's hard for me to say. And this is me like, again, theory crafting. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if what I'm saying is correct. I'm just like, I, that, this is what I think. It's, yeah. It's, so it's, who's really pulling the strings behind, behind exactly. all this then at that point? I mean, the Beast Titan, I, I think, was he the one that survived it? Or or uh, was, it, was it someone else? I don't remember. Like, uh the beast titan definitely survived so i mean i know he was like high up there in terms of like planning it but i mean or wait no man. aaron uh, it doesn't matter no going forward what, what what are you thinking manny no like i think i think someone might have a bigger agenda and it might lead to like something even like we will probably get the whole like i feel like everyone there is a pawn and this is just like a probably like a like just like a big scheme in, in terms of like what they're developing like this is the reason why they're turning on these humans into titans or whatever and i feel like unfortunately we might not see a next animation because it's gonna be the final season so we might have to just continue on in the manga but i feel like maybe someone might be pulling the strings and i will probably think it might be related to aaron or like aaron's dad like it might be something within that line of family at that point because since everything is so involved with aaron and there's a lot of hints that his dad was giving him like clues and stuff like that i feel like whatever those whatever his dad did or whatever he was on man like yeah it, it's probably gonna lead towards that but 
Do you know what I enjoy so much to respond to that? I love, and even to respond to Will about Aaron is he is not the perfect main character. I mean, he he, <laughs> he clearly has so many flaws and like, but there's like, he sort of accidentally falls into being a Titan and, and so many things like that. But there's sort of this, uh, it's like a, I mean, I would even almost call it an anime cliche where the the main character, I mean, Goku's stupid. Like the main <laughs> character is always a goofball. You know what I mean? Like passionate, but kind of goofy. Yeah. There's something There's something about Eren that does that for me. And it's exciting. I, like I think my concern with Eren is that you don't, you, you kind of stop seeing the growth because he kind of fall into this vicious cycle of just blaming himself and and sulking and and i understand where he's coming from i mean that the world is shit but but kind of kind of makes hard for you to get inspired by him because he 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 kind of give up quickly to adversity like it's no it's, it's, you're rooting for him you you're like that's what makes you root for him because he's getting beat down by the world and you want him to yeah but but you have all these up. other characters lifting him up so hard and 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 it's like dude it, this is shit for everybody but you have to have levi telling you dude just stand up or you have to have me cast telling you hey i'm not gonna let you die here and, and it's hard for me because it's like, dude, I mean, really, seriously, you need to learn to control this power because you got to help these people. And he finally ends up doing it. But it's just the fact that they have to go dig so deep to pick him up and get him out of his his desperation. That's what sometimes gets me from this main character. It's like, just like, the fact that he does have that power, you know, like, it's as if, you know, Goku he blames himself for having that power. Super Saiyan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, I mean, Aaron's a bummer and he's kind of a wimp a lot, but the fact that he, I mean, he is the key to the success of their little nation. I don't know. It's exciting. It's a, it's like, a lot of like pressure on him. And, and I get where he's coming from. Like, because, because of that pressure, that's why he, he feels that way because if, if anything goes, goes bad or, 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 or the wrong way, he thinks it's mainly his fault. Even though there's so many uncontrollable things around him, like, Hey, this is the plan where I'm not gonna, we don't say that this plan is gonna be like hundred percent the plan. And we might have to improvise at some point, but it, but but I mean, if something grown happens, it's like all that pressure falls into him. He gets depressed, and then you have all these other characters trying to dig him out of that hole, and that's what becomes a little bit frustrating. Although, again, like, and I understand where you're coming from, Chris. It's it's part of the the the, the drama where they want to take you like like, hey, this this is so bleak, and and I know I have to do more, and for some reason I just can't. And that's why I'm gonna feel depressed. I will feel the same way if I was in his in his shoes. But then again, if you make the comparison with Goku or or or, or another anime, Goku is a bad example. Goku is not a good example, really. But I think some of the best anime protagonists are underdogs. Yes, you, but you know, but yeah. for the most part, they're positive. Like even even in the bleakest day of adversity, they shine a really light light of of, of hope. And that's what sometimes makes anime characters so successful, especially especially the the main characters. Sometimes yeah. I lose that with Eren. Sometimes I just it gets so bleak that I just don't see that light of hope, and that's where I, I get like desperate. No, I agree, but I think that's by design. I think that we're meant to see Eren that week. Probably, yeah. I just can't uh, wait for the next season, dude. That's <laughs> that's gonna be a oof. I just also, want, I just want answers <clears throat> questions. 
questions answered. That's that's pretty much it, dude. There is a trailer out now for season four, which brings up more questions than it answers answer or answers questions rather. Um, so go check that out. Um, I think that's good for Attack on Titan. Make sure you go watch it. Um, I don't we'll know be back you. to this topic as soon as season four hits the the, the yeah. Hulu or whatever they're gonna show it. We're hoping to have a guest for that also. So you know, stay tuned. Um, That'd be fun, yeah. So uh, for stage three, guys, we got a rumor. This is basically a rumor. I want to make that clear, uh, but it's an exciting rumor. Uh, last week we talked about here the. The Mandalorian coming back, which we're still really excited about it. Uh, this last episode was not as exciting as the first one, but it was good. It was good. I enjoy it. I like some, me some Baby Yoda all the time. To me, that's great. Uh, but what's going on now is that there, there's rumors within Lucasfilms, and Lucasfilm has been very secretive recently. Like they, they pretty much are trying to avoid any spoils of what they're doing, which is great. I like to be surprised, especially if what you're going to offer me is that first Mando episode. That was an amazing surprise. That was great. Uh, but according to Deadline, they're, they're saying that uh, there might be a Boba Fett spin-off miniseries on the works, uh, which, I mean, kind of took me by surprise, but in a business sense of way, not because I think this is a great move. I mean, uh, I believe that, of course, they're going to show Boba Fett. And here's the thing. If they keep showing Boba Fett on the Mandalorian show, that show is going to be stopped to be called the Mandalorian. It's going to be called Boba Fett's show because you cannot fight that popularity right now. Boba Fett is the man when it comes to bounty hunting. So I believe it's a great uh, idea to bring him from time to time to complete his mission or his story within the Mandalorian world or what he's doing. And then give us a mini series on the side about a little bit, maybe your background, maybe a little bit of how he escaped that Sarlacc pit. Maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe where he's coming from, why he dressed like that, why is he carrying those weapons? Who is he with? That will be great. So um, they're saying that they're gonna start filming this like like a week before they start filming the third season of the mandalorian so i'm assuming that this is going to be super short probably maybe like a couple of hours mini series uh but to me man the more star wars that i get like this the happy i am so uh, i just want to ask you guys and this is where i want to uh, guide my discussion do you think this is a good idea from disney doing this mini series about specific characters from the Mandalorian because right now it's Boba Fett but moving forward could be miniseries on Ahsoka Tano, miniseries on Sabine, a miniseries of, of Ezra uh, Richer with, with, with Thawne. So, so there's so many possibilities. So what do you guys think? Is this a good move? Is this a bad move? Do you think they should stay with the miniseries and series on Disney Plus and create that little miniverse or should they actually go back to movie theaters? What do you guys think? Miniseries is uh, the miniseries would be kind of cool to do, man, because I feel like it's going to be a good pivot in terms of, I mean, you know how Hollywood loves to do their prequels now, but this yeah. would be like a good expansive story on pretty much how everything went going back uh, pre-Empire. Well, not, yeah, like I guess like during the Empire until like and then before uh, The Force Awakens. Um, yeah, that just the fact that we got Bobo Fett back, um, depending what they're going to do with that miniseries. They might even show some key parts in that miniseries that could trigger another show like towards that at that point 
I know they have a lot of shows like later on that they're trying to get in development, but I think they're just trying to piece how they're gonna tie everything all together. And I feel like that'll be a pretty sick move, man. And and the fact that what we discussed before that Disney's main focus right now is the streaming service. I mean, it's yeah. a pretty bold move in terms of their way to just do everything there. And honestly, you can they the movie theaters will be cool to go back to again. But I mean, given the circumstances, they realize that everyone is is streaming a lot now and if, the, if Disney's plan is just to focus on on putting more stuff on their platform, what better way to do it was the, obviously the Mandalorian and doing a spinoff and potentially more on the Star Wars universe there as well. Yeah, I think that uh, I'm, in my opinion, I mean, even <clears throat> it feels so strange to, to say it on recording, but we're allowed to. I think even despite coronavirus, like it... I, the Mandalorian did so well before uh, COVID hit that, I mean, I just kind of think it's the way that media is going as a whole. I mean, I mean, I think we all agree that it was the best Star Wars content that has come out in such a long time. Oh yeah. I mean, like, it, I'll, say, I'll say like the best content six years, seven years ago. Easily, forget about those, those, that, forget about that sequel. Over no. a, I mean, well, oh, Rogue yeah. One was good, but that's a different discussion, but yeah. no. So I, so yeah, my, my thing is that, I mean, this is the type of thing that's keeping people paying for Disney plus. Like I think everyone here and a lot of people listening only had disney plus for the mandalorian i mm-hmm. think from a business standpoint it makes total sense do what would i maybe prefer to some degree a, a, another bubble fett movie you know i i my brain wants to say yes but the real answer is i don't know because i mean solo was fine but it wasn't great mandalorian yeah. is great mm-hmm. and with disney money and and lucas art lucas arts uh you know I don't know. I think, honestly, I think it's a really smart move. I think Disney has probably hired a billion geniuses to make all the right moves. I think it's a smart move. What I'm, I mean, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit upset at how much of a slow burn Boba Fett is right now during Mandalorian. Yeah. They gave, they gave him to us immediately and then took him away immediately. But, uh, but 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 that's the thing. I believe. I mean, again, this is a rumor, guys. We are theory crafting about a rumor, but sure. maybe that the strategy. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's why they show him because they're getting ready for this. I, I, I of course it's gonna come again on on the Mandalorian. He has to. They it wouldn't be any. There wouldn't be like any logic or reason for them to show him in the first episode. Mandalorian carrying with him that armor for him not to show up again. But We're not going to get him until like one of the last episodes, man. I believe that too, man. And that's what I think that they do that. And in between season, maybe two and three, we got this mini series of Boba Fett just because Disney wants to keep people subscribed. Disney wants to keep the ball rolling. And, and that's why I believe this is a great idea. I'm missing the theaters like a motherfucker, man. I, I, yeah. I want to go back and sit down with mm-hmm. my popcorn and my huge soda. But at the same time, this is the second best thing. And I do prefer for them to tell Star Wars stories in this format because it just gives me more. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm watching The Mandalorian, I just get so much more lore, like so much more than just sitting two hours there and being distracted with so many special effects that I just miss all the Easter eggs. I just the, like this lower page. In a way. The thing is, is if they did a Boba Fett movie, um, pardon me, it, it it would it would be it'd be an hour and a half. It's exactly two yeah. hours, an hour and a half, and then you're done. Like there's mm-hmm. no more content on it. 
if you do it as a streaming service, you get eight, nine, ten hours, and mm -hmm. they can stretch it out. And, and not only that, you get the the the, the little cameos here and there. Because yep. if they make all sync, I mean, who, who tells you that once they do this Boba Fett uh, little story, uh, then they're going to do maybe the Sabine uh, miniseries with Ahsoka and Boba Fett could be in it. Who says that Boba Fett could be like a, like a mentor to Sabine? Like, who's not to say that anything can happen when it comes to, if you have all these people together, and this is, they call in this, that, and again, this is rumor because no, no, this has happened, but they call in this that the possible Feloniverse. So we're going to see things from Rebels, Clone Wars, uh, into into the Mandalorian, a Boba Fett miniseries, and, and Ahsoka miniseries that comes to fruition. If they're like pretty much hiring all these key actors, because we, we have Rosario Dawson, amazing. We have uh mr morrison for boba fett amazing we had pedro pascal for the mandalorian we got all these core actors all of them can pull out a series from themselves because they're great actors so yeah. I, it, it could be it could be like a great move uh by disney if they decide to invest heavily in this I, i'm all down for it i would say as a theory or just with the with the, with this with some evidence so the fact that Disney, uh, as soon as they bought Marvel, were getting a smaller handful of Marvel movies, but like six new Marvel shows. I mean, I think that's a good indication of of, of the Imagineers, where they want to go. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I would love to see it. I'm with you. I want to go back to the movie theaters. That's where it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite place to be. But uh, I mean, streaming services, you know, post 2020 were already on, on, in, in track to beat, um, you know, movie releases and stuff. Yeah. But I, I think having the evidence that 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 Disney is saying, hey, Marvel, we're going to take your properties, we're going to take your IPs and we're going to make them shows. I don't really think this is much of a rumor. I think it I, I mean, it, in my head, Canon, I would confirm it already. Like I. I gotta imagine, like, cause the Qui Gon movie got sacked too. I think weren't they yeah. doing something like that? Oh like, yeah. I think Disney Plus, uh, and it's a good thing. I don't know if I sound cynical, but I would be excited for that. Let me say on record, I would love a <laughs> Boba Fett miniseries. Yeah, I'm sure they would do it well. I just, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's gotta be where Disney. What going. What's killing me is why Why did this take them so long? Like, like the the pandemic started back on February, I believe, when every every, every basically all everything closed down, uh, and apparently Disney for real they wasn't interested in investing in Disney Plus as heavily. Like they had The Mandalorian, they had those shows that they announced on, on, on stage four of, of, of Marvel, whatever it was. But it's, it's just like, I mean, it's almost the end of the year and we still only have The Mandalorian. What else is on Disney Plus? There's nothing, nothing else. The Mandalorian, that's it. They did the, the, uh, the trailer for Scarlet Witch. Well, where is that at? I, I mean, again, it's, it's like, it, it's it's they have all these characters and it's taking them so long to just decide and, and create something i mean finally apparently fabro has moved some strings and, and and things have been brewing up and and lucas films but but dude i mean like 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 what's going on like we're, we're i mean i believe like the, the vaccine is gonna come out before uh, all these plans pan out and and that's crazy you know like like this this has to be this had had to be up already a long time ago, a long time ago.
So I believe it took them too long, at least for Bob Chapek to say, okay, now Disney Plus is gonna be our priority. And I'm glad they did, but I'm still like, hey man, I'm, I'm waiting, what's going on? I mean, it might, I mean, I wanna say most of it might have to do because of the situation that we have going on right now. But remember, dude, like, they just revived this dude from from out of nowhere, man. Like, Boba Fett's canon now. And and the fact that he survived the Sarlacc pit, dude, like, yeah. I, I don't think they want to rush into this one. And honestly, I don't... I, let them take their time, man, because I think this miniseries, for me, like, not really going towards, like, what they're going to do business-wise, but, like, story-wise, like, what I think might happen, the fact that they brought this up, I think they're going to... The miniseries is going to revolve of how, how he got out of the Sarlacc pit and what was going on through that journey until... Um, Post Empire at that point too, man. That's and he great. might run, he might run into Ahsoka. He might run into Sabine because they're still around. Um, so they might put them in that miniseries as a as a little cameo. And then, like I said before, like that can trigger some more some more stories later on as well too. No, man. And, and that's great. But but the only thing I disagree with you on that it's uh, I think Disney's been playing it too safe with Star Wars for too long, man. Too safe. Too safe. Even even since ever since uh, the the Force Awakens, that movie was a rehash of New Hope, pretty much. Yeah, they're playing it too safe, too safe, and it's been a long time they're playing it too safe. I believe they have to start taking risk. I believe well, I they. Think, Yoda- I, I think you're answering your own question. Well, I mean, it's the fact that they're being too safe, and the Mandalorian did so well, and Episode Eight and Nine were received so poorly, like that. I mean that's your timeline right there is they're like oh dis our streaming service with this star wars ip is doing incredible and the movies did very poorly like i that may have been before this you know the events of this year where they said oh shit i think disney plus is actually where it's at because mandalorian did incredible and eight and nine did shit like mm-hmm. they nobody liked them i mean you can, th- you I mean, can thank kathleen kennedy for that man so yeah. just the fact that she's getting the boot pretty soon and and now they finally get to like finally like this this this, this chick is gone like, i mean that, that the thing that the part of the mojo with with or, or the motto with with kathleen kennedy was mostly oh less is less is less is like less is more less is more less is more and I don't agree with that. I believe that you have so many amazing characters and the fans are craving to see these characters in action. I believe we just need more. Just just, just bring them out and give us more because, because you got more. You got more to offer. And, and, and just holding on them, that, taking them into the sidelines. I still believe, I mean, even though I did appreciate and I'm glad that Boba Fett is alive and thank God for that fan service, there's still nothing they just show him there's nothing there yet and i was expecting maybe this next episode to show me a little bit more about him i didn't despise the episode again i, I didn't say i didn't like that, that cool. second episode yeah i appreciate it but a lot of us were expecting baba like like i mean they're they're, they're planting the seed right like that's they're planting the seed for whatever this next money venture Dude, they've is. been planting seeds for a long time man that's, I mean, that's, he might be—he might be in it for a while, dude. Like, he might not just be a, a, a like a season cast or whatever. He literally might be in this for for a while now. At that point, man. That's and that's why, why I they're... wanted to bring this topic because the miniseries is what I'm asking for—more of him. And if you give me a miniseries, give me more of Ahsoka. Give me more of Luke Skywalker. Give me more of 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 Han Solo. All these people are alive in this universe. 
on this era, they're alive. So what this is going to do with all those characters, they should do what they have to do, which is make money. Show us those characters and give us what the fans want. Just kick, hit Kellen Kennedy, take her out, <laughs> and just give the lead to John Favreau and do what you gotta do. Make good stories. Stop think, saving them. Stop like holding them back. Stop like just not delivering what we're asking for. Honestly, man, I think we're on the I think we're on the edge of the golden age of all these IPs. I mean, as powerful as Disney is, and as as crazy that it is that they own all of them. Mm -hmm. I think that they're starting to make good decisions. And as, I as I mean, as scary as it is to talk about, I think all of these new Marvel IPs, all these new Marvel streaming services, or rather shows, all of the, you know, these potential Star Wars shows, I think they're all going to be kind of incredible. And I think it's going to be the thing where you go, oh, Netflix, that's where I can watch Breaking Bad and Narcos and whatever. Yeah. And then you're going to, I think they're trying to build up to, but Disney Plus has Marvel and Star Wars and The Simpsons and just all of these giant, giant, giant monster medias that yeah. I think I'm, it's the move. I think it's the play. Totally. I'm just concerned with the announcements, man, because if you, if you, and, and, and that's a good point. Let me compare this to Netflix and let me compare this to to HBO Max, which is pretty much the direct competitors from Disney Plus. You see HBO Max teasing and talking about all these DC shows, all of these DC shows. I mean, we've been weeks talking with Manny about all these DC shows lineup coming up, which are not freaking rumors. They're pretty much things that are on the works. What I'm talking about tonight is a rumor, which should be a reality. Yep. And that's my concern. Then you have, uh, they have Netflix with, with Netflix with The Witcher and 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 all this series coming up. I believe they're gonna make a Resident Evil series too, and there's also some other series that I don't remember what what was it. Uh, also medieval. I think about Zelda too. It was a bunch. Yeah, there wow. was a rumor, that, but that was mostly a rumor. Like the Resident Evil one, it's 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 legit. And then there's another one about another video game. I don't remember right now, but I oh, will get Assassin's back. Creed, Assassin's Creed. They yes. can do a series yeah. of that, yeah. Dude, and this is confirmed. And you, you see what I'm saying? Like Disney, what's going on? Confirm I think Disney something. is starting to recognize how much of a threat Netflix is. No, honestly. no, no, no. D Netflix is not a threat. De Netflix is established. Like for Netflix, Disney should be the threat because compared yeah. to compared to to, to Disney, Netflix is an itty bitty type of company. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, I totally agree. So I, 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 I just know. think they need to start putting shows out. Exactly. It's just the Mandalorian. That's all Ex that we have. Exactly, man. That's what I'm talking about. And Chris, you you said it over and over and over again. They own so many IPs. So they, what's they, the excuse? I don't know. I think it there might be a crazy. Filming. I agree with you, dude. I've been waiting on WandaVision forever. That's what like, I'm saying, it, dude. It, Everyone in their mothers is waiting for that show, man. It man, I get agitated every time I talk about this because Th there's it's, like five or six Marvel shows that I am dying for, <laughs> and they're just fuck knows when they're gonna come out. There's WandaVision. There's Falcon, Captain Falcon, or uh, not Captain Falcon, Jesus. Uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Yes. There's there's so many. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Loki. She -Hulk. Yeah, man. 
dude what's uh, going it, on like what's going on i i don't it's like they like to release their stuff like 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 sporadically like one movie or two movies a year dude this is not the times for that while you do that you got netflix throwing show 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 netflix HBO, is HBO Max killing show, it show, right show. now it's it's like where are you guys at what am i paying for it's 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 crazy man it's just crazy you guys should watch the queen's gambit by the way that was a good it's one. good Oh, it was awesome. It's only seven episodes. You should watch I, it. I, I will. I saw that one and, and, and I put it on my list, but I haven't. Oh, my you said God, it was... it was good. Netflix is crushing it. Man, that, that's what I'm saying. And again, that, that was pretty much the, 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 the topic of this conversation. I just wanted to reach to that point. Like, I'm just concerned because I get excited about this stuff. And I believe you guys, too. But it's like every time I announce something from this to here, it's, it's so it's so obscure. It's so maybe, maybe not. It's such a rumor, nothing. It's, I feel like nothing is moving with them, which is insane. They're weird. I, I'm always curious about the way that Disney operates because they're like kind of slow for being the biggest company in the universe. Like it's strange. They're, they're an enigma that I will never fully understand. That's, yeah. when, that's what happens when you buy a lot of shit. You got so much on your plate and you just don't know where to start at that point, man. Like, especially this is the perfect time to them for them to start actually even producing stuff because since they're goes. bleeding out money so much, man, yeah, yeah. this is a good time for them to start recouping that sucker. Just launch those shows out right now. They're, they're finally allocating assets to work with Disney Plus. But again, to my point, I, I believe it's too late, man. It's 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 been long overdue. It's it's like really now now like I, I don't know that Disney. honestly man i don't know that disney's used to having competition like they might be kind of confused with with netflix and hulu and whatever i i mean yeah. I, i believe when they first started their service i believe they were pretty clear on who the competition was i mean netflix was I, as soon as they announced they were gonna go out with their stuff the first thing that netflix did was cancel daredevil uh punisher and all those shows because it's like free advertisement True. for them they knew who the villain is which is disney They well, I so will I movies. will happily take Boba Fett miniseries and I hope that's the way that Disney is going. I'm yeah. I'm I love the movie theater. It's my favorite place to be, but streaming's where it's at right now. Give us give us fucking Han Solo miniseries. <laughs> oh, that'd be, that'd be dope too, man. Give me yeah. goddamn Spider-Man. I just want all of it. Let me calm myself down and I think we're ready for the uh, boss <laughs> battle. We are battle. ready for the <laughs> boss battle. I have a fun one. This will be a nice calming, like a nice. This is a fire. <laughs> I have specifically prepared a chill one for this evening. Good man. So I welcome to the boss fight, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, if you haven't already, please remember to enter the giveaway. All that you have to do is comment on this video. You can comment on this video. You can comment on stage three. You can comment on stage two. You can comment on stage one. You can comment on our Instagram. Anybody. All you have Instagram. to do is be subscribed and leave a comment saying what you thought about the video, anything at all. Just leave a comment and we're giving out two copies of the solo variant of The Last Ronin mailed directly to you, free shipping. All you have to do is be subbed. Tell your friends, we have like 30 subs right now, pretty likely to win. So you subscribe. Can, you, can comment, you can comment giveaway. I will know. It's good. Just comment the word giveaway. Comment what you think. Are you with us? It doesn't matter. Comment. Welcome to the boss fight. I have a fun one for you guys. So what I was curious about uh, before I start the six minute clock is I wanted to ask the question on who the best video game mascot is. And then I had a better question. So because if you ask who the best video game mascot is, the answer is going to be Super Mario more than likely, right? 
Like that's yeah. that's that's going to be the end of the day. So the more fun question, and we're going to have six minutes for this, is who is and and I I, I want it from a, a nostalgic feel, from your personal life, from from just you as a as, as a as a person, who's your favorite underdog video game mascot? So I'm talking, and then just to play this a little bit better, I am talking. Spyro, I am talking Gex the Gecko. Yeah, but don't, don't mention them because you're gonna give maybe mine away. Wait. Yeah, no, <laughs> sure. Just I am talking the coolest underdog video game mascot. Let's hear it. Got it. So for me, I'm gonna start you guys off. This is a hell of a throwback, but in the late or mid 90s, Seven Up made Cool Spot a video game, and y'all wow. are gonna y'all yes. are gonna trip on me. But Cool Spot was such a cool game. He's a he was a cool character. He had zero flaws, and he made fun <laughs> video games. Mm -hmm. I like Cool Spot. I want to I want to start the boss fight by saying Cool Spot was a bro. He's just cool. <laughs> he was a spot man. He was spot on. Cool it's, guy. It's Cool Spot man. What do you guys <laughs> like? What are your underdogs? What are your um, underdog video game go, mascots? I'm gonna go with mine because I'm afraid mine is gonna take it away. I'll say man. I was a really big fan of uh, uh, Airworm Jim. Oh, absolutely! Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, like, definitely. I don't know if Airworm Jim started as a as a video game character. Uh, yeah, I, was it was it a comic? Or was it a cartoon? Or was it a video game character first? Started well, off as a video game. Perfect. Became because a cartoon. I I remember him the first time I saw him. To me, this is, to, to me was I, my mind was like, oh my god, how cool is this it's a freaking worm in a super suit this is insane it's amazing it's like i, I mean he's not like that but when he put his his he, he was inside of that suit he felt that way you know what i'm saying he felt strong he feels manly he feels like heroic so to me it was really inspiring like 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 just basically playing with him it looks really cool and i like the fact that he whipped suit his kinda, face out <laughs> yeah he was like whipping with his hand and it was like like clinging to things with his whip or with his whip with the whip was him by the way because it's, it's a freaking worm but it was great man i love it too they're like i used to play those games that i had a lot of fun what about you manny that's man. a good one that's hard to beat earthworm jim is dope yeah that is a good one dude man this one shoot man i might have to you're talking it's... booger man you're talking glover it's kind of, I guess I could, you could say it's probably like during PS2. I would probably have to say, I don't know if you guys remember that game, Sly Cooper. Oh, hell yeah. The raccoon. I think so. It's like a raccoon with a, with yeah. a hook. It yeah. was like a thief. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I remember. That was a pretty cool game, man. And that, that one was pretty interesting because it's like, that's where, that's pretty much where the pinnacle, like when, when, when that system came out, you can kind of tell where like the, in it, like the, the graphics and all that stuff were going, but just the fact that oh, it was yeah. just—it was just a random cartoon, like a random animal, like as 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 the main character, you get to play a raccoon as a thief. I mean, it's kind of catchy. They're they're nocturnal. He had like this nice little, like get up, like the blue the blue little like chauffeur cap and his little like button up thing, man. Get to like just sneak around like these little missions that you're doing. Get to slide down with like the the hook cane and all that stuff. I mean, it was I mean it was pretty cool, man. The music was kind of like dope in a way too. It was like nice and like little jazzy here and there man like it was just stuff like that that kind of like brought me back it was it was only gonna be between him and jack and daxter but no nah, jack I'm and daxter have, that's a good absolutely one too, dude jack and daxter and ratchet and clank uh definitely big underdogs yeah. i love ratchet and clank i think maybe they're definitely up there for me 
uh, oh my gosh there's so many good ones it's, it's such a it's such a hard i mean earthworm jim kind of takes it i think that's yeah. a really i think that i think that might be the that might be the answer but there's also... another one and i can give a bonus one up but yeah. i don't remember his name quite well it was a it was a cat i believe it was buck boxy or Buxby. bubsy bubsy yes bubsy, yep like he, that one that one is really an underdog but i believe that first game the only concern about I had that about that game was that it was hard as hell, but the cat kind of kind of was nice to play with. It was fun. It was colorful. He had a joke every time he died. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of get annoying at some point, but I don't know. There was something attractive about that game. That was one of those games that that like people were really trying really hard to love, but they couldn't because the gameplay was just dead awful. But. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, dude, you, you could die from anything. It wasn't well established. The guy was the, the guy was just too fast to the stage. It was just bad developed. But but it's but in itself, you wanted to like this dude just as much as you like Sonic or Mario. And, well, I'm gonna and give, you just couldn't. I'm gonna give you guys my real answer. And my answer for the coolest underdog uh, video game mascot is Bomberman. Bomberman Ooh, wow. is so cool. How many hours did I play that with friends, man? You're right. That was Tell me really how cool one. is Bomberman. He had game after game. There, fun party game, fun single player game. He looks dope. Silent protagonists are always awesome. Mm -hmm. Bomberman is the shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was great, man. I, I remember. I remember when I was uh, younger. It was like me and a couple of friends in front of one TV. Everybody playing like one side of the screen, trying to bomb and stuff. It was just hours and hours of pure fun, man. It was great. It was a really great game. Can't really. I mean, well, small shout out to the not really underdogs like Banjo Kazooie and the uh, people from Undertale and. Uh, it, uh, the the big ones but uh that's a good boss fight that's six minutes too by the way uh i mean you got 10 seconds unless you got another another mascot i think i'm good um yeah, i'm going bomber man <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm going everywhere gym for me i'm going with sly yeah for sure <laughs> no, i love all those six minutes on the dot if you have not already or if for whatever reason you missed the other videos we're giving away two comics all you have to do is comment this video, the last let them video. Know, let them know where we're gonna where we're gonna announce the winner. So the winner should be announced within about eight to ten days. Give it about a week, week and a half. We will choose two winners randomly. Um, all you have to do is be subscribed to our channel. Um, and tell your friends too, by the way, because we are giving away two different copies. You and your friend can both win. We're going to be paying for the shipping. We're going to be mailing it to you. We're going to be direct messaging you that you won. This is not a scam we have two extra comics we bought for you yeah. for hanging out with us so That's please you, you announced it as a nut scam <laughs> i mean it's not we're just chilling there hey you want a free comic you want free shipping all you have to do is write something in the video below just comment, comment you might get a comic. thanks for hanging out with us i mean i'm good for this week enter the yeah. giveaway guys thank you Until guys appreciate week. it have good a good night. one see you on the next one